Yo. Yo. Um, so I'm gonna do a damn, uh, uh, podcast. You know, I've been doing a bunch of podcasts and shit, and I'm on number 49, and I figured there was no better way to kick off my 49th fucking podcast other than to talk about the motherfucking 49ers. The all-time great, the five-time champion, the red and the gold, the 49ers. Um... And I figured I needed someone to talk to about the fucking 49ers. And since I don't know shit about football, um, I, f- I need your help. So I wanted to I wanted to talk about the all-time greats. So I know Joe Montana to Jerry Rice is, is 49ers fucking dream come true. That's like the offense of all offenses. Ever. That's like the A1 offense. A1, A1 since day one. <clears throat> Joe Montana. Arguably, not even an argument, the best quarterback of all times. You know, if you think about a damn, the best quarterback, who do you think about? Joe Montana. Joe Montana, right? Um, what, what? Joe Montana is Tom Brady's favorite quarterback. Yeah, that was one of the funniest things that I... Because I fuck with Tom Brady. A lot of people that I know don't like Tom Brady, but I like Tom Brady. Um, but he's a he was a huge 49ers fan. He wanted to be a 49ers. Um, Tom Brady did? Yeah, he did. I didn't know that. Yeah, he when he... he that was like his ambition. That was his... Uh, really? That was what he wanted to do, yeah. Huh. He was at the game that had the catch... The catch made by... Uh, he was in stands. Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark. Yep. Yeah, Tom Brady was in the stands. Well, he was as a kid, right? He was a kid. Yeah, yeah, obviously. How... He was... Joe Montana threw it to Dwight Clark? Yes, Joe Montana to Dwight Clark to beat the Cowboys. Did, um... How the 49ers, old was... 49ers were going to draft... Tom Brady too. Instead, they they took Giovanni Tarmazzi or whatever. You know him, right? Everybody's heard of him. Yo, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that oh, guy. Wait, no, yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, is he still a Niner? Is he still in the NFL? <laughs> no. That was well. Tom Brady's been in it for what fifteen years now, almost. Something like that. Long time. But how how old was Joe Montana when Tom Brady? How old was Joe Montana at the game? With the catch. Oh, Joe Montana? I mean, he was in prime, you know? Yeah, probably 30, That was it. That was the beginning. Oh, okay. The catch I'm... was the beginning of the 49ers Super Bowl run. So that was 81? You know I mean? Oh, wow. It got us past, I think it was 82 or 83. I think that was 81. Dallas finally, you know? Yeah. So Joe Montana's what, 55, 60 years old now? He's still the man. Oh, yeah. Uh, but how old is he now? Uh, I don't know. We could look up how old he was. It's a fact. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Huh. Yeah. See, he's still. Okay. He's not even an old man. I was I was trying to figure out how old Tom Brady was when he saw that. Well, Tom Brady's forty. Tom Brady's like forty-one or something like that. Okay. So he's that's old, crazy. He's an old man too, but Tom. The only reason why Tom's gonna have more better numbers is because he's played a lot longer. Yeah. Well, the games changed too. You know what I mean? Like. They it, made they made rules just for Brady not to get hit. 
Yeah, I mean, the game is basically caters to the offense now. Yeah. Yeah. But let's... What I want to talk about is the rich history that the 49ers have, like the dynasty that they built back in the 80s. They were a powerhouse. I mean, a five-time champ. I think... I thought it was 81 that was the first one that they won. It might have been 82 or 83, but I know... um, what what made you such a fan? What got you on the bandwagon? Well, you know, growing up in California, that was like, you know, one of the teams. And the Raiders, you know, they, they were in L.A., but they moved to Oakland. Yeah. And then they moved back to L.A., and then they moved back to Oakland. Now they're going to Vegas. Yeah. And I mean, and the Chargers were way down south. Nobody cared about them. Yeah. I mean, but, but what did, I think, was Uncle John gave me a 49ers Joe Montana football for my birthday one year. And, you know, I was just a little kid. And I was like, who's Joe Montana? Yeah. And he says, what? And and that was kind of the beginning of it for me. Yeah. Then he told me about and Joe sat Montana. You, sat you on his lap. Said, let me tell you a story, little boy, about a great man. Right. You know, so then I had to go, you know, find out about him. And yeah. That's what it was. But yeah, 82 was the first year that we won the Super Bowl. Okay. How many have they won since? They've won five. Five since total. Yeah, they won five. Yeah. So that was their first so one? That's why in, that in was like, our first one. In 20 years, they had they had something crazy like, uh, you know, five, five, uh, five Super Bowls, 13 division titles, Ten conference champions. They were like they were a powerhouse, dude. Like, you know, um, then the Cowboys kind of took over. Then it was the the Buffalo never won, but they were really good for yeah. a long time. And then it kind of went back and forth. And then Tom Brady took over for our generation. But I, I uh, we're talking. I'm the pretty f- sure that one of the teams that Buffalo lost to in the Super Bowl was the Forty ers Oh, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Because they never went back-to-back. I don't think everyone's ever went back-to-back and won. Oh, no, they have. The 49ers went back-to-back in, in uh, 88 and 89 or 89-90, however you want to call it. Did Montana do it, or was that with Steve Young? No, it was Montana. Steve Young only ever won one Super Bowl. That was the 94 season. Okay. That's right. But he's got three rings. Steve Young's got three rings. Because he was with the Niners when right. Montana won, Right, he was the backup, two. right. Yeah. So he's only won one, and he got... Steve Young only won one. Right. As, Montana as starting quarterback, won yeah. four. Oh, damn. Yeah, Montana won four by himself. That's why before Brady came up and started winning one, two, three... Is that how many Montana's got now, still? Yeah, four? he retired with four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's still, he's still got records that won't be beat. Right. You know? How many's Brady got now? Five. He got five, right? Yeah, he's got five. Yeah. Yeah, he's Thanos. Yeah, but two, yeah. Of them got, two of them got asterisks, you know. There was the deflate one, and then the steal of, yeah. of the plays, yeah. Spygate, stupid. Spy I hate gate. that they put gate after everything, right? Anything is conspiracy. Deflate so gate. they just put gate after Watergate. it. Watergate. Yep. Watergate was the name of the hotel, and after that, like, there's just no originality in journalism. Fucking Forrest Gump ruined it for everybody. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, I know... Frank Gore was a poster that we had on the wall. Um, I remember hearing about Patrick Willis. Um, even T.O. 
was uh was a huge 49er for a long time but I mean Jerry Rice has numbers that no one will ever beat you know as a receiver mm-hmm. and 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 just just touchdown or just Super Bowl numbers Jerry Rice I was looking at all the Super Bowl stats earlier and Jerry Rice is up there just as much as Tom Brady Oh yeah you know what I mean No Jerry Rice is the goat like player at any position you know what I mean Now did did he go to the Super Bowl with the Raiders? Yes, that was the year that. Um, but they didn't win, right? No, that was the year that John Gruden left the Raiders to go to Tampa and ended up in the Super Bowl against his old team, whose playbook he basically wrote. Yeah. And they destroyed them. Yeah. The Bucks destroyed everybody that year, though. Like there was, they they went through Forty ers they went through the Eagles, and they went through the Raiders. You talking about Pittsburgh? No, I'm talking about Tampa. That oh. was the the O two Tampa Bucks with that cover two. Mm. Yeah. See, I don't I don't remember that, but I believe you. I remember because that was the year that the Forty ers were playing the Giants in the playoffs in the wild card round, and we were down by like three touchdowns, and my phone kept blowing up from all these Giants fans talking mad shit every time the Giants scored. And then Jeff Garcia and T.O. put together a comeback. And Jeff Garcia led them all the way back and went for two, three times to catch up and take the lead. And uh, then then they ended up beating the Giants. Right at the end of the game, the Giants had a, a field goal attempt that would have won it. And uh, the 49ers got the, bl- the block on it. It was a bad snap. And they got a, um, they got the sack. The, the kicker tried to throw it. But... They, uh, they they were able there. to stop him. Nice. And then I was staying with Joe at the time. He was my roommate. And he comes in from work. Elbow Joe, shout out. And, and he had this look on his face. And he was walking through the living room to get to his bedroom. And I was just like, you know, because I couldn't resist. I'm like, so, how about them 49ers? <laughs> yeah. And Joe had the biggest temper tantrum you would have thought he was Yosemite Sam he was a Giants fan right he's a Giants fan right yeah he's a big Giants fan you know yeah I I mean he was swinging his arms and kicking his feet like Yosemite Sam was you know all this was a dag numbit (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah good old elbow Joe um the first time I remember you telling me about the 49ers it was you told me that Steve Young just beat Joe Montana's record for throwing the most uh, touchdowns or scoring the most touchdowns in a Super Bowl. And that you were telling me how, how the 49ers weren't done because uh, Joe Montana was gone, that Steve Young was here to stay, and he was young, and he was going to get it. But uh, he, ended up, um, he ended up suffering a bunch of uh, injuries early in his career and all throughout. And I think it was a concussion that took him out of the game. Yeah, he had a few concussions, you know. I mean, Steve Young kind of revolutionized the, the running quarterback position. You know, being a, he was the first one to really be like a, a, a really good runner, but also a really accurate passer, you know. Oh, been yeah, he set the record. Yeah, he set the record for the most uh, run-in touchdowns for a quarterback for a long time until Cam Newton took it. Oh yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he had a lot of rushing stats. They were all, you know, 
they all compared him to him, and then they compared Mike Vick to him, and yeah. then they compared Cam to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, you said he was, he you was said like first one. He was the he was the Russian quarterback before there were Russian quarterbacks. Yeah, but but in the Super Bowl, his Super Bowl victory, he threw five touchdown passes. You know what I mean? Like he could throw the ball. He was very accurate, and Joe, Jerry Rice and Steve Young, like that connection was the most prolific quarterback-receiver combo of all time for a long time. They had the most touchdowns between any duo of any duo that ever had been until Peyton Manning came along with Marvin Harrison and passed them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dynasty players. They have, they the Niners have, shoot, how many uh, Hall of Famers, you think? 20? Bro, I mean, they have countless Hall of Famers. I couldn't even tell you how many Hall of Famers. Well, what and what do you think was the magic for them when they started? You said that uh, you attributed a lot to Bill Walsh. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Bill Walsh changed the game of football. He brought that West Coast offense, you know, set up short passes, set up the run. That's that what led to the accuracy of a lot of his quarterbacks because he was he was throwing short passes, hitting the receivers in stride, and letting them run after the catch. Yeah, you know that's why like Jerry Rice wasn't the biggest or the fastest receiver ever. He just worked the hardest. Yeah, he was that's tall. That's why he was yeah. best. You know what I mean? And yeah. Bill Walsh just put everybody in a position to succeed. And that first that first Super Bowl, we went up against I believe it was Miami. And uh, that was Dan Marino's rookie year. And Dan Marino was a monster lighting the league on fire that year. He yeah. was, you know, throwing it all over the place, spread offense. He was pretty much, they were unstoppable on offense. And they got to the Super Bowl against the 49ers. And Joe Walt, or Bill Walsh, he just schemed up the perfect defense. And they shut Dan Marino down. You know, they were just, he was so frustrated with the way that Bill Walsh had schemed that defense that he couldn't do anything with it. And the 49ers ran away at that game, and Dan Reno never got back. You know what I mean? Where did Bill Walsh come from? Was he. Bill was he... Walsh, he was an assistant at Stanford, and then he was a head coach at Stanford for a while. And then he came to. Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. As a that head was, coach, did he start as a head coach, or did he start in like? Yeah, offense? no, he started as head coach. He was the first. He, that was his first NFL head coach, head coaching job, and uh, I'm pretty sure that it was Eddie DeBartolo that hired him. Who was Eddie was the owner back in the day, and he was looking for a, you know a, a young, uh, innovative coach doing something different. You know what I mean? And he found one in uh, in your boy, for sure. Yeah, he did. So yeah, I I know Bill Walsh uh, was one of the greats, and he inspired a lot of coaches after him. Yeah, I mean, Bill Walsh's coaching tree is crazy. You know, there's so many people that coached under him that went on to be NFL head coaches, like Mike Holmgren, uh, Jim Fossil, coached with the Giants, George Seifert took over for him, Dennis Green, you know, uh, Brian Billick, Mike Shanahan. Mike Andy Reid. Mike Shanahan you know I mean? was with the uh, Broncos, right? Yeah, he was the Broncos head coach. When they had uh, Terrell Davis and, and right. all them monsters. And I, I mean, you can, you can trace from Bill Walsh 
to coaches that are still coaching today, like Mike Tomlin, yeah. Tony Dungy. You know what I mean? Well, and that Tom West Coast, Harbaugh. that West Coast offense that you're talking about, that's the key to Brady's success. That's a lot of what he does. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what it was. You know, John Gruden was was a Bill Walsh assistant. Mike McCarthy, John Fox. Yeah, those are all head coaches that you just named. Every one of them. Jack Del Rio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's you know, the... That, Jim Harbaugh, too. Yeah. He, he coached under Bill Calhoun, who coached under John Gruden. Didn't, um, didn't John Fox take the Panthers to the Super Bowl once? Yeah, I believe he did. With DeLone, that was DeLone like, right? With DeLone. In their earlier year, yeah. they, I think, they I think lost Steve to uh, your boy, the Tom Brady. Too, right? Yeah, yeah, they lost to the, yeah. But uh, in that they game, lost to the Patriots. in that game, DeLone set the record for the longest uh, touchdown pass for 84 yards. I saw that today. Damn. He, he still has I that. think I remember that. Yeah, well, according to Wikipedia, we all know how accurate Wikipedia is. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh... So Bill Walsh, and then of course Joe and Jerry, everyone knows that. Number 16 to number 80 was a, a classic. But our defense was crazy too. I mean, when we had Bowen and Willis, they had they had magic. And that was that was right after Joe left, I think. Uh, no, no, Bowman and Willis were really, really recent. They were under Jim Harbaugh, you know oh, what I mean? Okay. But they were awesome. They were amazing. Yeah, I mean Patrick Willis is is like Ray Lewis like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He hung him up early, but and, you know, and he never got that ring. We we were, you know, first and goal away from that ring for him, but uh, he was never got it. Let's let's talk about let's talk about that night for a minute. Um, <laughs> I was I, I don't was want to. I was prepared. To get the tattoo, I remember praying before that Super Bowl. I said, "I said this is like you know my adult life. I'm not even a kid anymore. Like these are adult thoughts I'm having." And I'm like, "I prayed to God. I said if if we win tonight, I said I'll get the tattoo. I said I'll be more of a hardcore fan than my older brother is." And uh, you know, I I was ready. I was so ready. And I I sat down with a bunch of Ravens fans. And the first half of that game was probably the worst forty-five minutes of my life, um, or or in in adult memory, uh, it was tough because they scored like thirty-two points, something like that, mm-hmm. crazy amount of points. The halftime came, the, the halftime kick came back, and he set the record for the longest uh, kickback return. Who said that? For a touchdown. Uh, whoever it was on the Ravens. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you know, just when you thought you could get back into the game, yeah, they go know, and run the opening kick of the half back for a touchdown, put yeah. a nail in the coffin. You know 108 I mean? yards. Oh, my God. He runs God. it back. He catches it in the end zone and runs it back for a touchdown. 108 yards. Like, if, if that first 30 points wasn't enough. Right. Like, here, yeah, let's add another let's, six. Let's kick off halftime. Let's bitches. add another six on there. Now, did they get the extra point off before the lights went out? Yeah, I think they did. So they got the extra point off, so they added an extra seven points right after the half, and then the lights went out. They were in the Super Bowl. I remember that one. It was divine intervention, you know what I mean? I thought thought to myself, Paul called the damn, Paul called Buffalo Wild Wing and had him shut off the lights, you know what I mean? (laughs) 
So, but the magic was the momentum switched tremendously after that. Uh, Kaepernick stepped it up. He ended up scoring, you know, 18 uncontested points. I think they put up a field goal. And then we got the game back within, within one touchdown. It was like a four-point game, you know. So yeah. we, we had to get the touchdown. And we were there on like the eight-yard line, you know, or whatever it was, real close. We had first and goal, you know what I mean? First we, and we goal. Had four shots at it. And we ran, I, I watched it the other day, the replay of it. We same, ran the same play four times and didn't get it in. Damn. And the first play, though, like, the, what kills me is the first play that didn't count because we called a timeout, but they had a read option play, and Kendall Hunter, who was the backup running back, was going to run into the end zone untouched, and Jim Harbaugh called a timeout because he didn't think Cap was going to get the playoff in time because Cap, the his biggest problem with the 49ers was always his time management, like, Every time he was running plays, he's got one, two seconds left on the play clock. Almost every single play, he could never get it in fast enough, and we would always get a false start or or a delay a game, or, or we'd have to burn a timeout, and that really cost us on that play because we had the perfect play dialed up, and we were going to win the Super Bowl, and we called a timeout, and the play didn't count, and it was one of those where like they called the timeout, but the play happened. And then after, like, he walks in, everyone's like, no, 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 no. He called timeout. That was a heartbreaker. And then we threw the stupid fade route to Crabtree three times, four times in a row, you know? And we had Frank Gore. Like yeah, he's, like and the ball to Frankie. Should have pounded the rock. Oh, man. That was, uh, that was such an upset. They, like, watching Ray Lewis descend into heaven as the, the, the graffiti fell. Oh, man, it was... I it, I I wanted to cry, but I wasn't gonna give the people I was with the satisfaction because in that drive, in that in that in that drive coming back, like I believed we had it, like I believed in Kaepernick, like I was ready to go get the tattoo the next day, like I was I was I was all invested the same way I thought Brady was gonna come back and win, um, you know, this last Super Bowl, uh, I I swore Kaepernick had it in him, like I I. I wanted him to be so great. I like I he was he was pretty, you know, he's tattooed up, the ladies loved him. Yeah, I saw it. I I watched this I watched the whole game the other day, the highlights of it at the other day. This, and uh I googled that Ravens return. This shit is crazy. Yeah, it was it was, it was a crazy return, but the the even crazier thing was our comeback that we were that yeah. we were mounting, you know? And then just that like you said, the timeout, the call that didn't count. Uh, so, I mean, you can't, I mean, I guess you could blame that on Cap, but do you think Cap would have got that playoff? No, I mean, it, it was really, really close, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was one of those... Now, if we would have got the penalty, where would that have put us? It would have dropped us back five yards. We would have been, you know, outside the ten. And when you're at the goal line, you can't really give those yards back, you know what I mean? It's so hard to get yards in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh well, I mean, they lost. That was that was it you know, history is what it is. You can't change it, but you can learn from it. The and that was the other thing too. I was so pumped that we had never lost a Super Bowl before. Like we were undefeated in the Super Bowl. And then uh yeah. I I lost a lot of faith in Kaepernick and then, you know, 
never on the football field. I always thought he was a good quarterback, but then with the protest, I felt like, you know, he had he had a he had a good idea. He was standing up for for a good thing. I don't think he was necessarily <clears throat> using his time wisely or, you know, politicizing it the way he did. I don't necessarily agree with, but uh I mean, someone's got to speak up for it. But uh then, you know, like you said, he started dating that girl and then his even his arguments started getting a little weak and a little choppy and I mean, if they did blackball him and and uh, you know, uh all meet together and say, "Hey, let's not have Kaepernick. Let's not give him a a job." Then that would have been that would have been he'll he'll win his lawsuit. Yeah. But I don't know if that happened. You know, hopefully he can prove it. Yeah, it's really hard to win a lawsuit against the NFL. They got a lot of money. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a not lot. Not even Tom Brady could win it. <laughs> yeah, right. With 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 either one, not even Belichick. But um, yeah. What do you think? What do you think it'll take to bounce him back? So, you know, we haven't had a decent season since what sixteen. I guess. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I think that Jimmy Garoppolo has a lot of promise. You know, he looks like he could be the thing, but he's got to heal from that ACL now. And we need a couple more pieces. We need a receiver. We need a corner, and we need somebody to rush the passer. Oh, you, you know? don't you don't think uh, you don't think uh, uh, Richard Sherman is the best corner in the game? Richard Sherman's a punk. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. Forget Richard Sherman. The best corner in the game. I mean, he's good. He's no Champ Bailey. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, and well, he was a lot better as a sea chicken, too. I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, that's when he said, "I'm the best corner in the game." Yeah, I know. I I didn't like him either. Um, I mean, you, look, just ask him. He's the best corner ever. Yeah. Just well. Ask him. Honorable mentions. What you got to say about Brian Young, your boy? Brian, Brian Young is, you know, he was the truth. He was, he was one of those DTs that was disruptive and and low key though. Like he didn't get enough credit. Like for as far as defensive tackles that don't get a lot of sacks, he had some of the most sacks ever. Yeah, people plus, compare you know, him to Warren Sapp. Him, and plus, you know, you play with him in and. Uh, Madden and he was just unstoppable. Oh yeah. You know, but he uh he ended his career with like ninety sacks, eighty nine and a half. You know what I mean? He played with forty ers from ninety four. Like ninety four was his first year, which was our, our last Super Bowl season, and he played all the way through like oh seven or something. Yeah. We yeah. switched from the four three defense where he played defensive tackle. We switched to a three four, and he moved out and started playing end. Played end in a three four, and not a lot of people can make those switches. You know, just he was just he was just a beast ahead of his time. And then your boy Frank Gore putting up numbers yeah. that won't... Frankie's one of the best running backs all time. You know what I mean? He's holding it down. He I think he's number four all time right now. Like he's just behind. Um, Barry, Barry Sanders. Sanders. Yeah. And he yeah. he he is he he retired just last year, right? No, he's he's playing with Miami. Oh, okay. 
Frank Gore, you're going to have to cart him off the field. He's one of those, he loves football, and that's all he knows, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like Jerry Rice. He's going to play until he can't play no more. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's probably his last year with Miami. But he's still playing well with them. Yeah, Miami's doing not bad this year, I heard. Haven't been, really been paying attention. So, honorable mentions. Who else? Will, you know, there was Fred Beasley, I remember you telling me about. Yeah, Fred Beasley was just a beast of a fullback, you know, back when there used to be fullbacks in the game. He, you know, sneaky out of the backfield, make those catches, um, you know. People forget that Deion Sanders played for... Yeah, Deion played for us for one year, that last Super Bowl year. That was a good one. He couldn't get along with Jerry Rice, that's why he didn't re-sign. Well, Cowboys. something I saw today that Deion Sanders was a, a back-to-back champion. He won with the 49ers and then switched to the Cowboys and won with the Cowboys the next year. Yep. Yep, punk yep. bitch. Sure did. <laughs> Pretty much. But I remember Deion Sanders with the, the high toes, the high stepping into the end zone. Yeah, you know, I remember Dion doing that. I remember Dion sitting sitting down on a play on defense one time because he's like, well, they're not going to throw it to my guy anyway. So he just sat down on the field as the play happened. Mm, mm, and the mm. guy never even looked in his guy's direction. The quarterback never looked at his receiver who was uncovered because Dion sat down. Mm. Which is a punk move, by the way. Like, if you sit down and let your let your guy go... It's pretty pretty ballsy. He didn't do but that more than once, though. No, no, but I remember he did. It was, was kind of crazy. Yeah, but it's and then To was uh, Niners for probably longer than any other. I know he switched around a lot, but yeah, but he started with the Niners, and that's where he got. He you know he had the most most of his stats. He'd had some good years with Philadelphia and Dallas. Yeah, but uh, he even had some good years in. Buffalo and Cincinnati, but uh, T.O. is is top five receiver unquestionably. He's been robbed from not getting in the Hall of Fame. It took him just till this year. He should have been a first ballot Hall of Fame, no question. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's number two or three in every receiving category to Jerry Rice. You know, and it's it's either him or Randy Moss that are next to him, and Jerry Rice is by far ahead of them like it's not close i remember when to a couple years when when the niners were hot right before he left i remember to saying oh i'm way better than jerry rice ever was and jerry rice was like put my numbers next to his (laughs) and i remember seeing the numbers and i was like it wasn't even close like no that's why you could say jerry rice is the greatest football player of all time not just the greatest receiver because if you put his numbers next to the next best guy compared with any other player at any other position, the next best guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the next best guy is close. Jerry Rice, the next best receiver, is not even close. And there are some really good receivers that are number two and three, and he was just that far ahead of all of them. Yeah. Well, and he also had... You know, the magic of Bill Walsh working for him. He had the magic oh, yeah. of Mon- Joe Montana working for him. He had and the magic she- of Steve Young working for him. You know. Oh, oh yeah, it doesn't, doesn't hurt that you had two back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks throwing you the ball. Yeah. But you got to think that 
him being the receiver that he is helped make those quarterbacks Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And then when he retired, he won Dancing with the Stars. Shout out to my boy Jerry Rice, number 80. I just saw him on TV last night on, on uh, or Thursday night, Thanksgiving. He was doing MasterChef Junior against Emma Smith. And he got robbed. Ooh. Emma Smith. Emma Smith did not cook the best dish. I don't know what happened there. Mm. So when when I remember you saying Brian Young, Bill Walsh, Joe and Jerry, uh, Bowen and uh, Patrick Willis, Garrison nope. Hurst, Fred Beasley, Deion Don't Sanders, T.O. Don't forget Merton Hanks, man. Merton Hanks had that chicken dance. Did you watch it like I told you? No, I didn't watch the chicken. Pull up the chicken dance for me, Merton Hanks. I need you to see just, this. Just start typing Merton Hanks. Hanks. Chicken dance. We'll call it M-E-R-T-O-N. But the one person you didn't say who I saw a lot in the videos today was uh, Ricky Walter Waters. Merton Hanks? Mer- uh, Ricky Waters was Merton good, Hanks. no doubt. He was one of those first cast-catching backs, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the early in the early days. Oh, let me see the chi- here we go. We're looking at the chicken dance. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the chicken dance. <laughs> That's kinda crazy. It's kinda he kinda looks like uh uh Connor McGregor doing the rubber arms, you know what I mean? A little bit. Heck yeah, yeah, except he had a rubber neck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the bane of the cowboys, like Ask any cowboy fan. You mentioned Merton Hanks, and and they will roll their eyes. They hate him. Yeah. Because he used to do that dance every time he scored a touchdown. You know. Mm-hmm. Chicken dancing. And he was a great safety, so he did that a lot. So I remember when when I was a kid that I. I never really came up with my own original ideas. I was I've always been more imitative than innovative, and I I I didn't want to be a front runner, but I didn't I didn't want to, you know, like follow you necessarily, um, and be a Forty ers fan. But I I couldn't be a Cowboys fan because they won too much and everyone was a Cowboys fan. So uh, I don't know. I think the Niners were just always when someone asked me, I always just said the Niners because I could quote the most players because I always heard you talking about the Niners. Um, it was just uh, it was just a thing. And then now I remember last time we talked about this, you said the downfall besides Brett Favre being a punk and fucking kicking us out so many years. Um, he was such our he was our kryptonite man. Yeah, for for many years. Um, but we're we're not gonna talk about his bitch ass um, and all his poor records that he put up. This is a Forty ers podcast. Um, but you said when when the York family lost or when 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 Eddie De 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 Bartolo lost the team to his sister and her husband, it was just a downhill from there. Because I guess the the father died. I guess and. I guess it was the he the kids inherited well, the team. Eddie had control of the team, and he got he got caught up in some riverboat gambling, blackmail bribe kind of scheme with the Louisiana governor, where the governor was trying to blackmail. I think I think he got in trouble for not reporting being being asked for bribe or something like that. Mm. I mean, he's doing something shady. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
he got suspended from the NFL for a year, and he had to give up control of the team. And when he did that, his sister took it from him, and he never got it back. And then Jed York and, ended up running it into and, the ground. Yeah, and they just run it poorly. They just been cheap with it, and they made the wrong hires. And they just didn't get good people in there. Yeah, spent, the one of the videos I watched, I typed in, uh, you know, what, uh, what happened to the 49ers, I think I typed in. Or uh, something close to that. In the first video that came up, they said that you know they've had four head coaches and that and four four uh, different uh, quarterbacks in four years. You know they 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 fire this guy that's good and then they get this guy and then nobody likes that guy or he performs poorly so they get rid of him. It's just uh, it doesn't seem like they're making good management choices. Yeah, I mean, look at Alex Smith. They draft Alex Smith in 05, and he's there for seven years and has seven different offensive coordinators because they couldn't keep anybody. Yeah. And, you know, how hard is it for a quarterback, to, you know, rookie quarterback to learn a system? He has to learn a new one every year. And, you know, he kind of got a bad rap for that. Like, oh, Alex Smith's a bust, Alex Smith's a bust. Once Harbaugh came in there, all of a sudden Alex Smith was lighting the world on fire. And taking us to the Super Bowl, yeah. and then you know he, he we trade him to go play with Andy Reid, and he's still lighting it up with Andy Reid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So clearly, he could play, and it was just bad coaching. Yeah, yeah, it's Not sad. Around him, it's sad. Shout out to Alex Smith though. That that was gruesome leg injury. For him. Yeah, I mean, I I go for uh, I mean, I still root for Ginn. You know, he played for the Panthers uh, recently. He was an ex Forty Nine er. Play almost won the Super Bowl for us. You know. Um, Plus, Alex Smith, he never did stop wearing a red jersey. So. There you go. Yeah, he always did look good in red. Um, and then I did look up the mascot. Not a lot of whole people know that the mascot is... You know who the 49ers mascot is? Nope, couldn't tell you. Do you know where the 49ers come from? Um, I know I've been told, but I can't... Because, you know, remember. it's also the same, you know, UNC, you know, right. in Charlotte is, it, is the is 49ers. It, is it like the Miners? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the gold rush from yeah, back The gold rush, that's right. It's 18, that's why it's golden red. 1849 was the gold rush in Northern California, and San Francisco was a hot spot there. And, you know what I mean? It was, it was one of the big cities that sprung up from all that gold. Um, and the 49er cheerleaders are actually called the gold rush. Okay. Okay. Are they all blonde? No. No. That They're a very be, diverse crowd. That'd be racist. San, no, but San Francisco is funny. San Francisco is very liberal. Be funny though. Um. So yeah. So it's a miner. It's like a big old like, like a uh, pirate looking dude almost right. with a beard. With a big old axe. Yeah, and a sifter sifting for gold. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, or a uh, pickaxe. You know, big old pickaxe. Yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't. Marshall gets to take his picture with the mascot. Did I tell you that? No. The 49er game? No. So I took Marshall to a, the Eagles 49ers last season. Mm-hmm. I got tickets, and uh, we were up in the suite level. And um, not like the suite suites, but like the boxes, the club seats. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to have some show at halftime with all these mascots from all these different teams. So walking around the club level, 
is the 49ers mascot. So Marshall got to run up there and he got to take a picture with him. He let him, he put his hat on him. He put the big mascot hat on Marshall's head. Super cool. And let him hold the pickaxe. I got to send you some pictures. It's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, send me those for sure. Um, Because normally the mascots aren't at the away, away games, you know. They were just supposed to have some show. I never remember. I never remember saw like seeing them growing up. Like I mean, the Panthers obviously have a Panther. You know, the Chargers are. I figured out they're like you know a, a ram or a you know a male sheep. You know whatever you want to call it. But uh, you know, the Seahawks obvious, Cardinals obvious, but you know the Forty ers are like what the fuck. Um, so you actually have to kind of know a little bit. So it made me ask the question. I knew it before I started doing the research for this. Um, is there anything that could ever happen in this world that could turn you off from being a San Francisco fan? No. No, you're like diehard, like in it to win it. Yeah, you pick your team, and then that's your team. You know what I mean? The yeah. only thing that could make me for another team other than the 49ers is if my son was playing for that team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't have a son, so we probably don't have to worry about that. Yeah, or if my son played for the team, yeah. Um, well, I, I would root for your son on game days, but it would <laughs> <laughs> He's that diehard. <laughs> no offense to Tyler. I would root for his team, but yeah. not yeah. against the 49ers. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your second favorite team? I don't really have a second favorite team. I, I like to watch a lot of teams, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like to watch, you know, I like to watch Drew Brees play. I like to watch lots of teams play. Um, I just, you know, I hate the Seahawks. I hate the Seahawks. Patriots. Yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I don't like the I Patriots, mean, but I fuck with I only hate, I hate on the Patriots, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just not fair. Yeah. Yeah, well... He, I mean, Tom Brady single-handedly turned that franchise, went from, like, you know, maybe a $3 million, $4 million franchise into, like, a $7 billion franchise. So, um, shout-out to Tom Brady. He's going to be a GOAT. You know, the deflatory. Yeah, we're not talking about him. This is 49ers podcast. Yeah, 49ers podcast, for sure. Um, whatchamacallit, when do you think we'll be back in it? And, and I mean, we could compete. You could turn this this game around with a couple pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as much as I hate to see them lose, like I really want them to lose this year. Every like we're playing close games and losing at the end. That's what I want to see because we want a we want a high draft pick, and we should have had a top top two or th- maybe even top draft pick overall la- this year. And when we signed Jimmy Garoppolo, he just won like five, six games in a row, it really ruined it for us. We, we ended up picking like ten or nine. Yeah, and then he went, uh, goes and gets hurt like an asshole. Right, so I think him getting hurt is kind of a blessing in disguise because we weren't ready this year to compete. We were going to be competitive, but we weren't going to be a Super Bowl team, yeah. especially with the way the Rams are playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So getting getting a couple high draft picks will really help that that case as long as we hit on them and draft good players you know we could turn this around in a, in a matter of a season or two you know what i mean yeah like we got some good young players uh goodwin is a really good marcus goodwin 
is a really good receiver. He's not like that elite T.O., Jerry Rice kind of receiver, yeah. which we still really need. But he, the kid can play. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was mad that rugby guy never pawned, never turned out to be anything special. Yeah, Jared Hain. Yeah. You know, it was a nice experiment, but... Yeah, so was the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, but... Um, oh, that, that was just a money grab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to see Connor kick him and get damn fucking disqualified. <laughs> he wouldn't have got paid. He wasn't gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah, he would he would have had to pay. Um, they would find the shit out of him. But yes. uh Floyd's never gonna get into a match he can lose. He's he was never a fighter. He was he's just Yeah. So he Yeah, he was just padding that record. Well, his ego um, is as much as it is um, uh, a pain in the ass and you love to hate him because of it, it's probably his, one of his biggest assets, you know? like I his, really don't even hate him for his ego. I love to watch him fight. Yeah. My problem with Floyd was that he never fought anybody. Like, he never fought the best fighters, you know what I mean? He fought Canelo when he was a kid. Right. He, yeah. he fought people either past their prime or, or when they weren't any good. You know, like, that Pacquiao fight should have happened six years before that. Yeah. And when we finally got it, it was a joke. Jerry Rice would have beat his ass anyways. <laughs> um, so we couldn't cover Jerry. So who do you put on your Mount Rushmore for the 49ers? Well, it's got to gotta be Joe Montana yeah. and Jerry Rice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I gotta put Steve Young on there. He only won this one Super Bowl, but he was—he's a very good quarterback. He's probably in the top ten, fifteen of all time. Yeah, for and, sure. And he did get the Super Bowl, so I put Steve Young on there. And then Frank Gore. I mean, Frank Frank Gore is definitely there. There's there's so many people that could be there. Like T.O. could Baby. be there. Patrick yeah. Willis could be there. Yeah. But for me, it's got to be Frank Gore. Hell yeah! Heck yeah! Um, is there anything else that we left out? 20 years of greatness? Well. I'm sure we left a ton out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well. But, uh, you know, we'll have to, uh, do it up when we win, win Super Bowl number six in, you know, a couple years. When you turn into six times, we'll do it again. (laughs) Right? Hell yeah. That was freaking awesome, man. All right. Um, SOJ out.